Hey, buddies, fellow Franco fans, it is I, your host, Jason Rudy, with the ever-loving, never-defeated, Desperate Visions Productions, a Sacramento, California-based filmmaking group headed by yours truly. And right now, as I'm recording this, um, recording this on uh, the end of April here, uh, we have... Lady Hyde on Blu-ray, special edition. We have Emmanuel in Sin City as a special edition, Blu-ray. And we also have the short films of Jason Rudy, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Uh, both of those feature four films each, and they're about 117 minutes and 116 minutes, respectfully, each one. So, along with... Um, Volume 1 has uh, Part 1 of the Creative Process episode uh, interview by Cameron Cloutier interviewing me. And Volume 2 has the second half of the interview where I go through a retrospective and uh, discuss all the films I've done and the stories behind them and all that good stuff. So yeah, jam-packed of content. So right there we have eight short films and two feature films. So we have ten films there. Out of uh, 16, um, well, 15 completed in another one that's coming up. Actually, that's uh, 17 because I forgot the other one. So, yeah. And then we'll be putting out uh, double features of uh, Love Blade with Sukiban Octopus Pot. And we'll put out uh, Mondo Visions with uh, The Desires of Dawn. And uh, that's 10 and 12 or 8, 10. 12, 14, and then we'll put out um, She Knows Ferratu. And then, oh, and then of course we have Mono Sacramento 1 and 2. Uh, I might put those on Blu ray, I'm not sure. We already have really good special editions of those out with commentaries and special features on DVD. But if I do the upgrade on those, I'll let you know on that. And then we'll have all the films ready to roll. So, And we're in the process now of uh, editing She Knows Ferratu. Kind of took a little break from that and uh, doing pickup shots now, getting that squared away, and we'll have that out by the end of the year. And what else was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, and also we have Mondo Sacramento 2. Should be on Tubi by the time you hear this. The trailer got put up first, or a small section of the film, I should say. I sent them a trailer, but they ended up putting up um, a two-minute portion of one of the short films in there. So, yeah, check it out, see what you think. So yeah, look up uh, Jason Rudy on Tubi or Mondo Sacramento 2, along with Lady Hyde. Give that a watch. And uh, yeah, so they're, they're all there. And if you're interested in purchasing any of the Blu-rays, you can get a hold of me at uh, francoobserver at yahoo.com or uh, desperatevisions at yahoo.com. Or, I'll just do the plugs now, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Franco Observer Podcast. And uh, also, too, if you dig the show, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the Franco Observer Podcast. Tell your friends about Desperate Visions Productions and all the cool underground grindhouse-style drive-in cinema done by me from 2007 to present day. And if you like the show um, and you care to donate, there's a donation button on the uh, red, was it? Yeah, red circle, the main page. You'll see that there. You can do a one-time deal or a reoccurring one. I've had one person so far in the about three years do a donation. 
So, uh, you know, I do this every week for free and uh, try to do the best I can. And uh, our numbers look good, so I am very thankful for the audience that listens every week and downloads. And you can always download and subscribe to all the episodes. Uh, they're always there download for free. And you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Radio Platform, and all your favorite listening platforms. We're on at least 15, 20 altogether or something like that. So even a lot of ones i never even heard of, so it's pretty cool. Uh, all right, got all those good stuff out of the way. So I will say earlier today I recorded uh, the second half of this episode, which is episode 140, film 155, Philo Crest. And of all the Franco films, this is now my 155th, well, 140, 440, or maybe 141, 142 Franco films I've seen. This one disturbed me. I was very shocked by what I saw. Not the whole thing, but a few scenes, uh, especially the scene with the dog. And I was just like, wow. And I'm still, hours later, I watched that maybe like five hours ago, six hours ago. I'm still stunned. Like, just, I'm, I gotta watch some other things after I record this and, and get it out of my head because it's just like so nasty. So, and you'll hear about it here in the book of Flowers of Perversion, <laughs> which actually is very good, is very perverted. Uh, the Delirious Cinema of Jesus Franco, Volume 2 by Stephen Thrower. And he talks about it as well. So, without further ado, let's jump into the holy text, which is this tome. So, alright, here we go. Uh, film Episode 140, Film 155, A Fallow Crest. That's the Spanish theatrical title. It was made in Spain, 1987. The alternative titles... Fallow Crest, spelt F-A-L-O instead of P-H-A-L-O. Fallow Crest, the Spanish alternative theatrical title. And uh, Chines et Dominitrius, the French video. Unconfirmed titles. Caprisados por Salopes de Placer. And uh, Caprices Sodos... Well, they actually have the same ones twice. That's weird. So yeah. Caprices Sados por Salopes de Placer. Uh, the production company on this is Fallos Films, which I think is bullshit. It's probably a made-up title. Theatrical distributor is Fairvi Films, which we've heard of before. Shooting date on this is January of 1987. And it played in Madrid August 8th of 1988. And then played Barcelona on September 21st in 1987. It's weird he hasn't switched there. Uh, theatrical running time on this, Spain, uh, 80 minutes. The video running time converted from Desaad Video, and there was a Desaad thing in this, uh, PAL VHS is 85 minutes, 52 seconds. Director of this uh, quote-unquote film is, uh, of course, we all know and love, Mr. Jess Franco. But here he's billed as Lenny, L-E-N-N-I-E, Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N. That's the first time I've seen that alias for Jess, so that's interesting. I'd be using a different name on this too if I made it and then not use that name ever again. Uh, director of photography, Terry D. Corsia. Uh, music, Daniel White. Written by Jess Franco and Lena Romay as Lowell Richmond and Preston Quaid. Uncredited camera operator, Jess Franco. Editor, Jess Franco. Producer, Taco Penzo, Penzonaga. So, 
going over what he did. Jess Franco was the director, the co-writer, camera operator, and editor. So, yeah, quite a bit. All right, cast. Of course, a lot of real names, and then the aliases. Uh, leading off this film is Elisa Mateo, billed as Jane Morgan, and she plays the role of Angela Channing, which is the matriarch of the clan. Uh, we have C. Gonzalez Ordi as John First, and he plays Lance Channing. Lena Romay, billed as Brenda Haven, plays Maggie, sometimes Melissa Channing, Lance's wife. Um, A. Barton Velasco as Mel Powell plays Richard Channing. M. Fernandez Moreno as Lita Ewing. I'm sorry, Lita Edwing plays Miss Page, Richard's secretary. She's actually pretty cute in this. Uh, Sado, <laughs> that makes sense. Sado Summers as, no, that's your real name, plays Julia Channing. Carmen Carrion plays the prison governess. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jose Miguel Garza Marfa, he actually used his real name in this, wow. Jose Miguel Garcia Marfa plays Angela Channing's manservant. And uh, video cover mentions only Gene Collins from the above. Gene Collins, not Joan Collins from Dynasty, but Gene Collins. Uh, and adds Lola Falona, wow, not Lola Falona, but Lola Falona. Fess Parker, is that from Gunsmoke? Uh, Twin Wellamy, Gway Cornington, Andrew White, Wendy Cano, and Sigourney Grant. All right, I'm just go ahead and read all this through. Synopsis: Manipulative matriarch Angela Channing invites her children, Maggie, Julia, Richard, and Lance, to a dinner party. Maggie brings her husband Chase. Lance brings his wife Melissa. And Richard brings Miss Page, his secretary. Julia, a lesbian incarcerated at a woman's prison, is allowed to attend the party because Angela Channing had an affair with the prison governess while the two were at school. After revealing to the family the secret of Fallowcrest's top-selling wine, it includes semen, she drugs them all with an aphrodisiac and persuades them to sign away the rights to Fallowcrest's lucrative new champagne. An orgy develops, during which everyone gets it on together, and the party climaxes with Angela Channing being sexually serviced by her sons and daughters, their spouses, and her servants. Yeah. All right. Production notes. Despite the opportunity which pornography extends to the rebel, it's interesting that paraphilias and perversions do not play a part in the eight hardcore films Franco made for the Fairview films between 1983 and 1986. They are all relentlessly square unless one takes an antediluvian attitude toward lesbianisms or threesomes. The Lulu films, despite featuring a talking, sentient female asshole, don't even feature anal sex. Their only divergence from the more basic porn template is humor. There's no sadomasochism, no sodomy, no incest, no roughness, no fetish play, no bondage. The closest thing to perversion is the peeping tom of El Miron y la Exhibicionista. Only in 1987, just prior to his return to mainstream movie making, did the erstwhile 
triumphant terrible venture into the Elysian fields of the truly perverse with Fallow Crest, a kitsch parody of the U.S. TV series Falcon Crest, in which incest steers the plotline, master-servant relationships are back on the table, rape and scatological sadomasochism beef up the transgression quotient, and even the comedy includes shocking elements that makes Sadomania's dog rape scene look tame. Review by Stephen Thrower Fallowcrest is quite different to, to Fallowastia, which is surprising given that they were conceived and directed as a pair. Whereas Fallowastia was drably routine, Fallowcrest is amusingly repellent. I give that truth. With a plot encompassing a variety of erotic refinements, including incest, scatologically, scat play basically, water sports, S&M, and sex with the mentally handicapped. You know, I don't know about that. I don't know who's mentally handicapped in the film. That's weird. Um, Sounds great, right? Yeah. Bear in mind, before you reach for the door, that all those acts take place within a comic framework that may be in very poor taste, but which doesn't really plumb the extremity to which it alludes. Like all Franco's hardcore films, it's just a farcical comedy with cocks and pussies. It's so embarrassing to see my husband shoot cum in public, moans Maggie as her mother fillets Lance at the dinner table. But at least this time the transgressive elements and some occasionally revolting imagery prevent the whole thing from turning into a cutesy charade. The incest theme kicks in from the start with a telephone call from mother to son, so as they speak, she's being licked between the labia by her servant, and he's getting a blowjob from the secretary. The two of them trade polite conversation while trying not to let their squeaks of arousal give the game away. As for what happens to the servant while he's munching on Madame's hairy vagina, let's just say it shouldn't happen to a dog. The prison subplot featuring lesbian daughter Julia accounts for the grossest imagery in the film as she's subjected by the governess to a three-point penalty in return for permission to attend her mother's party. She must eat shit, drink piss, and get fucked by two comedy retards who look like the ridiculous zombies from Jean Rollin's contribution to a virgin among the living dead. Okay, those are the guys that they said are mentally retarded. I was thinking it. I, they 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 looked more like monsters with the fake scars on their face and stuff. I didn't know they were supposed to be. Uh, that's that's really crazy. Um, <clears throat> I'd hate to see the punishment. <laughs> Let's see. If that's time off for good behavior, I'd hate to see the punishment cells. The scatological scene is quite disgusting, but clearly fake. The actress, one Sato Summers, is in no way either sickened or grossly aroused. Surely the only two plausible responses. Instead, as Franco regular Carmen Carrion presides smirking over her debasement, she casually turns away from the befouled ass-crack, looks into the camera, and shrugs. It's not that bad. The film climaxes with a prolonged party scene, the highlights of which include drinking wine mixed with freshly deposited semen, shades of 1978's Cocktail Special, yeah, which I call this film Cocktail Special too, and incestuous sex between the mother and her adult children. At long last, after 20 years of skirting around the topic, Fallowcrest sees Franco depicting incest unambiguously. No mention of step-parents or stepchildren here. 
Angela gets her daughters drunk and encourages them to have lesbian intercourse while she manipulates their pussies. Come, my family, come. At the end of the film, she invites her sons to gather around the ultimate family get-together, an intimate bukkake orgy. It's just as close to a John Waters film as Franco ever made, but it lacks Waters' torrent of verbal wit and his fierce affection for the lunatics and dropouts. Fallowcrest is the last hurrah in a string of hardcore pornos of mostly dire quality made just before Franco's return to the mainstream for Eurocene and René Chateau. It's an obscene, absurdist amusement for those whose tastes extend to the weird and perverse, and it's probably Franco's best Spanish hardcore film. But there are elements here that suggest the offer of reputable work arrived just in time. Amen. Yeah, you know, I mean, I did like the dialogue in it. I thought it was pretty funny, and it's well made, but it's just so much gross-out stuff. I was just really shocked by it. Uh, Franco on screen. Jess provides the voice of Professor Spencer, the old man who reveals the secret of the Fallowcrest vineyards, something about the land having once been an orange grove where the farmers used semen to fertilize the oranges, resulting in delicious orange and sperm-flavored wine. Seriously, that's what he says. Ever the gourmand, Jess. Yeah, I know, who heard of wine being made from oranges? It's weird. Music. The title music takes the florid theme from tender and perverse Emmanuel for one last spin around the ballroom. There's also a previously unheard mariachi-style version of the theme to Lillian La Virgin Perverteda, and lots of music drawn from Shining Sex and Female Vampire. Locations, Benidorm. Connections. Fallowcrest is, of course, a parody of Falconcrest, 1981-1990, an American TV soap opera in the style of Dallas about a rich wine-growing family in California. The parallels are numerous. Angela Channing is the name of the corrupt matriarch in both versions. The other characters whose names echo their TV counterparts are Julia, Chase, Maggie, Lance, Melissa, and Richard. The film includes a shot of a penis being masturbated filmed with a fauceted lens, which is borrowed from twin production Velostia. Yeah, that's cool. They actually used that shot in another old Franco film. So, yeah, I mean, there's parts of it that are well made, but yeah, just the shock value of the dog and the crap eating out of the butt and the golden showers and just, oh my God, just so nasty. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I have to say about this film. Um, it's not too much written in this book, so this first part will be shorter. Um, but on the review side, it's quite lengthy. Kali uh, and from Zoom, from Los Angeles, California, home of the doors, uh, is on Zoom with me, and uh, her and I discussed this film for about uh, 75 minutes or so, so. Yeah, actually about as, almost as long as the film is. So, And uh, Kali's really strong with the pornography she watches. So, And even this affected her and shook her, and she was traumatized by it. So, yeah, it's probably not the best thing to show people. But, uh, you know, I always say at least if film can touch you in some way, either good touch or bad touch, it's better than being indifferent and just having it have no effect. So... This film did affect her, and it did affect me, but uh, the more I talk about it, the more it's lessening, so I don't know. It's pretty crazy, but definitely it's interesting that this was the last hardcore film that he did before going back to the regular quote-unquote films from Jess Franco, so that's cool. You know, I guess if you're going to end on a high note or a low note, that's a note to go out on, so 
he definitely hits that note hard. So yeah, very interesting. And I did like that. Uh, I guess it's supposed to take place in LA because of Falcon Crest and they mentioned Sacramento in this. And of course I always talk about Sacramento because that's where I broadcast out of Sacramento, California. And they talk about the ass fucking contest in Sacramento. So I got a little kick out of that. So yeah. Um, I got my copy from trash palace. They have it there on uh gray market DVD and it's got subtitles. Some parts were not subtitled though, but, about 90% of it was subtitled a little bit in the beginning and some parts in the prison and some other parts to the end didn't have subtitles, but most of it's subtitled. So yeah. And the, and the copy of the prints wasn't bad. So, you know, that's got a, a positive going for it. So, all right, well hang out past the break and you'll hear Miss Collie and myself discuss this film in very interesting tones and, uh, it's a fun conversation, so hang out, and I hope you enjoy. Until next time, buenas noches, maha. All right, uh, against my better judgment, we are back with episode 140, film 155, cocktail special. I'm sorry, cocktail special number two, Fallow Crest. Uh, and somebody... Uh, is joining me today, a uh, long-time reviewer. I'm sure she's had her own cocktail specials before, Miss Collie Sini. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm so, so, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay first qu- first question, when did you watch this, last night or today? Today, yeah. Okay. I just, just wrapped it up like maybe 20 minutes ago. Okay, yeah, and I just wrapped up like five minutes ago, so we're both really fresh on on what we saw and, and dealt with and stuff. So yeah, we're both traumatized. Yeah. You know, um, without giving too much away, cause I'm going to go through chronological chronological order and we'll kind of talk about each scene as we go through, but I will jump the gun real quick and say like the first little bit, I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty good porno until the dog scene. And then, that, then I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, even before the dog scene, that was deeply uncomfortable. Wow. It comes from you not, who usually masturbates to the to the pornos from Franco, you know? I mean, I oh, we'll get into that, but like I mean, there's so much just no in this. <laughs> I will say though wow. out of out of all the pornos that he's done, this is my favorite one even though I'm like like cuz it was really funny. Like there's a lot of good dialogue in it and, you know. Yeah, I I don't even know like my feelings on this are I, I don't know. I mean, I, I loved listening to Teresa's podcast because she just kept talking about how traumatized she was. And I, I feel like this was like trauma. This was actual like, I don't understand the whole time. I was like, what is just going? Is this a horror film? Is this comedy? Like what? What is he? Why is he? What? Uh, what? Ah! Yeah, and and honestly, it's like two <laughs> things I was gonna say. Well, first, that this stunned you and traumatized you is like to me a huge. Even though I didn't make the film, to me that's like almost legendary that something affected you in that way. You know? Yeah. No. I Considering mean, all the stuff you've seen and and like, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, it it's interesting. I read a lot of stuff like in the in the. 80s 90s whatever like when i was you know 
learning kink there wasn't I didn't have access to porn I read and I mean I remember reading like um uh Frisk by Dennis um whatever and um like other movies where like you know they would eat shit or something I mean other books yeah I forgot about that scene conceptually and actually what you mean you forgot about well, of all the stuff that we've seen, I was just thinking about the dog most. Like, oh my god, just stuff. But yeah, the shit scene. I was like, oh my god. And I literally put my hand like, in front of my face, kind of blocking the screen. It's like, oh yeah. Ugh. Like I still like. I mean, cringe to even think of like that first time I saw you know Divine, you know, eat the dog poo. But that, and I realized that was real versus this. Right. I pray this was fake, but it looked. <sighs> Yeah. Like how it was so like why did he have to make it so realistic and make it go on for so long and make it it was just so like oh my god make it stop just like it's like and then followed by the piss the piss streams afterwards I was like really gagging (laughs) nice (laughs) why what the fuck like it was it was so gross um so anyway but let's let's start from the top let's let's yeah well and and the second thing I was gonna say. the second thing besides you being stunned was uh, Stephen Thrower wrote that this is probably the closest thing Jess Franco's made to a John Waters type movie. And I could totally oh, see that. Because you, know? <laughs> you mentioned Divine, so I started laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was your part too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, you can't not like somehow have the analogy. It's just, Jesus, it's so. I mean, because also the dog, which. Yeah, that, yeah. that just stunned me. I was just like. And I sit there with like expression on my face, like wow for like 10 minutes just like still shaking my head like what the fuck was that for just like yeah yeah yeah, that was yeah okay all of this movie is what was that for who was that for why 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 (laughs) would you do that to us but i have a new favorite thing wearing a motorcycle helmet while getting a blowjob that's that's ultra cool only theory is that he just was so proud that he found a guy with a big dick, but he must have had a really ugly face or something. Something. I, yeah. I, and also, too, be, yeah. before I get into everything, the uh, number 25 on the list, Kinks. I, like, ran out of room. It's <laughs> 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 funny. All right. Here we go. Um, okay. So it starts off with a mountainside. And uh, you see, like, the music from Tinder and Perverse Emmanuel, and it's got music from Shining Sex and Female Vampire playing over the whole thing. It's really, really nice and really pretty, and uh, it's got the good film grain in it. And it first it started off with no subtitles, and mine said subtitled. I was a little bit nervous, but then, like, I noticed that um, it had subtitles after after it started a little bit, so that was cool, you know. Yeah, it kicked in after that very – yeah, I got yeah. Yeah, because that woman, you see the I mother. I had to make sure they were there, and then I was like. I did the same thing. I jumped a couple chapters, and I saw subtitles. I was like, okay, and I went back. So I was like, what the fuck? This says subtitles on the on the DVD. Um, so, yeah, it starts off with her with this, like, golden dildo on the table, um, Angela Chambers, which is the mother. And uh, it cuts to the nice kaleidoscope-type shot of the that, and then it's her hand jerking off a fucking dick with, you see, it's yeah. like five dicks and five in, hands. In a kaleidoscope, which – at first, like, yeah, that set me up to be like, I'm going to love this. This is going to be great. Like, this is, you know. Yeah, like, really beautiful and, music, you know. know. It's totally Franco. It was, like, on board. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts off with that. And then she uh, gets on the phone and she, or let's see. Okay, yeah. Well, actually, before that, though. So what I liked, because it started off really cool, like, that was really pretty. And then the credits I thought were funny, how they showed 
Lena's name, and then she was sucking on two guys, and then the other woman's name, and she's blowing her boss. And I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. It starts off really cleverly because, of course, it's a, it's a takeoff of a Falcon Crest. So it's like a, a soap opera beginning of the credits with the people in action. And that I thought was, was pretty funny, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, I love, too, that um, the – well, the son um, is, was played by David Selby in real life from dark shadows he was oh is that who that is okay yeah. well i mean not in the, the oh, okay the porno yeah yeah okay self crest yeah so yeah I, I like i liked that that his character was like the one of the main characters in this movie you know david channing yeah channing. okay so, yeah because I, I was reading a little bit of the book and it said that some of their names are similar to the characters in falcon crest and of course channing yeah. is, is the same last name so that was funny that they did that kind of a spoof on that and really got close to the names of everything you yeah know. he's like you know she says something to the effect of you don't know how you know wild this family is or whatever and boy they set out to show you which growing up i never watched falcon crest i knew what it was and stuff but i just never watched it i watched a little bit of dallas but i never really watched falcon crest you know so i wasn't familiar with that stuff yeah i was always very anti soap opera until i watched one because of a thing when i was like seven six seventeen and then i was like addicted to them for years it was funny it was like a secret addiction i told no one about that's funny yeah yeah i read read this thing that said i would feel less lonely if i watched soap operas like that the studies had shown that people will feel less lonely if they watch soap operas and i had like just moved to a new city i had no friends i was like you know so i sarcastically to myself jokingly put on one life to live like oh this will make me feel better you know like like kidding with myself as a kid and then carlo got shot and i was like oh that chick did it and so i tuned in the next day to find out if i was right like three months later when they were in trial i was like obsessed and that's funny (laughs) yeah my my thing with soap operas was like i watched dynasty a little bit as a kid or as a yeah preteen and then my grandma watched soap operas a lot and my aunt jesse watched soap operas so like during summer vacation when i stay with them i'd watch the ones during the weekdays you know a little bit you shot jr baby yeah that that was the big one and of course uh uh patrick or um patrick duffy in the shower he's supposed to be dead he came out all that stuff the shower and Bobby but you know, Pelastia, the Jess Franco movie, is supposed to be based off Dynasty. Yeah, that was the one before that. I don't have that one, um, but they said that this one was a lot better than that one. That one was more like by Ooh. the books, you know, and this was more like, what the fuck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so we'll get back to the point. So, yeah, so it starts off, I thought, with the credits was pretty funny, and it shows Lena sucking two other men and the other people in action, which we just – oh, and then I liked Jess Franco's credit was Lenny Hayden – which was funny. Didn't clock that. Why is that? Clock I don't know. Yeah. L-E-N-N-I-E-H-A-Y-D-E-N. Lenny Hayden was his. And that was like the first time I recognized that alias for him. So Interesting. Yeah, so, he definitely didn't want his name on this. <laughs> yeah. Even though he did the dubbing of the old Professor uh, Tatum or whatever his name was, you know, the the old man in the mask that was sitting at the table. Although I did read that um, this whole thing was filmed by Lena, actually. That this was, yeah, I'm not sure. Really uh, these two, I mean, it was like trying to be wild or something. I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, she's no, in a lot I, of it, I, so it's hard for her to. Film I just read that on like a random letterbox review just shortly before like watching. Yeah. It. I was like, did it? What did anybody else think of this? Is I, I read the reviews if I have time before talking to you sometimes, and that's a good idea. I, this 
person was saying that uh yeah that that it was all lena and i don't know if that was true or not though. i don't know yeah no i i've read other interviews with like antonio mayans and things where they asked him about movies that franco and lena or they say Lena was the director and stuff. A lot of those, he said Franco just gave her credit just to give her more credits in her career and stuff and this and that. But I mean, this one, obviously she couldn't film a lot of it cause she's in a good portion of the film, you know? So Franco filmed yeah. so, so for her yeah. and stuff. So that makes sense, you know, but I'm, I know she co-directed some of the, these X-rated versions. So they say, you know, either he just gave her credit cause it was her as the main star in it or whatever, you know, but this one had a lot of, stars in it so yeah. including including stars of four-legged stars um okay so anyway so yeah so i was laughing um starts off where you see a guy or a chick's blowing a guy and he's feverishly stroking the woman while she blows him and he's almost like hitting her in the mouth as he was like as she was sucking him and he had like this i was actually trying to figure out if that was her hand or his hand i kept trying to figure it out because i mean she it seemed like it was hers, but then I, then he was like hitting her with it, and so I realized it was his. But yeah, I, don't know, I was excited for a minute, like, oh, a chick who knows how to give a blowjob, because you know it was like she was doing the twirling like top thing. Yeah, the talk with her tongue. Yeah, like doing like get, like sucking his dick good. Right. And I was like, oh yes, that's proper dick sucking, you know, technique. And then with the you know with the jerking motion as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. And I mean, you know, like, but it, like, apparently he had to do that for her, which I mean, I know some guys have done that, but I like, yeah, you get punched in the face and they do that. Yeah, no, when I, I've been in that position before and I've always been really careful not to hit the person's face because you're like thinking about that as you're doing it. Like, I don't want to sit there and uppercut yeah, it, the person, it, you know? It's like, you know, in the heat of the moment, though, like, you're going to, you know, if you get going with it, you're not, you're going to be thinking more about, you know, yeah. getting to what you're trying to get than, like, you know, hurting the whatever person sucking. So, and it also becomes like a, you know, dominance thing. So, That's yeah, true. like, basically, like, I mean, I've learned, like, I learned a long time ago, like, just learn how to, like, you know, stroke it while you suck it because yeah. then you know like you won't get punched in the face yeah that's, that's <laughs> good advice <laughs> yeah, just you know learn how to suck a dick but yeah so i I was excited for a minute because i thought oh we've got somebody who knows how to do it but she kind of only half knew how to do it so yeah and then of course but, but now that, and I, I liked the eye contact she didn't want to break eye contact with the camera which was hot yeah that you don't get that enough in these movies you know i mean at least in all the all the just franco stuff i've ever seen it's always you know the the you know, downcast eyes. So when the cameras, you know, you don't see them. So. And then another thing I was thinking about is since the last episode did with Teresa and talk about the hemorrhoids and all that other stuff, this guy oh. had a weird skin tag on his dick when she was sucking it. You could see like on the right side, it had like a big fucking skin tag or mole on the side of his dick. It was kind of like, Ugh, I kind of, my eye went to that. that. Yeah. You didn't no. see that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Thank God. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, what's that thing on his dick? You know? So yeah, that was kind of odd. Um, of course that could be a quotable line. Hey, what's that thing on his dick? Um, so what was, so, so automatically we start in with the incest angle where as the woman's blowing the guy and they cut to a 69 shot, uh, the phone rings and the stepmother, uh, Angela Channing calls and the phone keeps ringing and she's like, Oh, don't answer the phone. Cause you'll get soft. And he's like, Oh, it keeps ringing. It must be important. It must be urgent. So then of course he answers the phone and talks to his stepmother. Yeah, and he goes limp, and she's like, and the girl's upset about it, and he calls her a bitch. And, and yeah, well, that's the part I wrote down. I said, this has really great dialogue, because he goes, you are the most courteous bitch in the world. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, 
is that like I didn't even know what to make of that. There's so many lines where I was like, huh? There's yeah. so many weird lines. I wrote a few down. Like, good. So strange. Like, yeah, I know. Some of the lines were so funny. That's why I was laughing. Like, this has really good dialogue. It's very funny, you know. But it was so like I, I didn't even know if it was meant to be funny or like what if it. Yeah, it was just weird. Just so much weirdness. Yeah, and then I laughed too during that scene, and then later on, there's a lot of dubbed in oral sounds like slurping and licking and very watery sounds where they're blowing it. Sounds, and then there's some like whoa, okay, over the top. It's like yeah. you can't figure out like, are you trying to be sexy or funny or scary? Like I just it, I oscillated through all the emotions. Like I <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when it got to like the part with um, I'm trying to remember was. Well, first there was. Let's just do the the really when it gets scary, the yeah. the weird incest phone call thing where um the this woman. Sh- do you want me to tell it? Yeah, that's the next one where because uh, okay, so first, so first she calls her her step her her stepson and the, and the woman where they having sixty nine, and then um and then she's get and then it cuts back to the mother on the phone and she's getting oral from her male housekeeper, yeah, which is uh, uh, Marfa. Uh, Jose Marfa's character who talks yeah, in kind of a yeah, feminine she's, voice. She's the mom. She's like the matriarch. Just for listeners, like she's got the super bad '80s hairdo um, that I have previously um, disavowed. Oh. Um, it's the one where it's like short, but like they're curly and yeah, it has, it has a short fro. Like the neighbor chick on Marcy Darcy on a, on Married with Children. That's the, yeah, yeah. the like just that Karen look. I, I can't with that look. And yeah, so she's got the matriarch look, but it's dark hair because you know it's it's a wine country thing in Italy, apparently, or you know something to that effect. Um, And so anyway, she's this old matriarch, not attractive, um, and she's uh, has a really exceptionally ugly um, uh, housekeeper. You you didn't mention that he's not. I mean, he's bald. He's except for like those like few scraggly, like, you know, greasy black hairs. And he's not, you know, he's, he's not a try, but he's like licking her pussy like a champ. He's just going for it. He's in there making sounds like a dog licking a water bowl. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just on it. And she's like, you know, yeah, keep doing that. Like, you know, like ordering him to do it. And then she decides to call her son. Yeah, she yeah she calls her stepson first, then calls her son, well, who's at work. Pussy licked. Yeah, and yeah, he's at work, but he's getting his dick sucked. Well, but first his employee, the woman, shows up five minutes late, and then she starts blowing her boss when the, when he's talking to his mom. Yeah, like so. His <laughs> Which mom, nowadays that'd be totally sexual harassment. You know, you can't be fucking your employees and all that other shit. You oh, know, I mean. <laughs> pretty sure that still happens but well yeah but yeah i mean but you don't talk to your mom like that's the part where i was like oh okay like if i wanted to like i had my my little vibrator at the ready like you know hey alina romay porno right. alina mean, looked really good in this too by the way I mean, yeah, yeah. She, it looks yeah. like in in a lot sure. of films she looked a lot better in this than she had in the past few films i thought she's sure. really strong sure. yeah looked great but yeah, like I'm sitting there, like even if like you know the like okay, I mean obviously the old lady getting her you know cooch by the gross dude, just no. But like, dude did have a nice cock. Give him that, like at least because you know Franco movie, it's so rare to see a nice cock, right? Right, right. Like, so it was like I was like, okay, big cock, you know, she's going for it. But he's talking to his mom and he's having an orgasm with 
his mom. His mom is coming. He's coming. They're both talking about how they're coming to the party. Yeah, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. And you're just like, what? Like, what? Like, in no fantasy ever have I been talking to one of my parents while coming. Like, that's just, ew. Yeah. I know that, like, every porno these days is all about, like, pretending, like, oh, mom and dad or whatever. But, like, there's something different about, like, you know, daddy when you're getting fucked and, like, talking to your, like, your your dad. I mean, I wouldn't want to have a phone call with my dad while I was Yeah, I'd kill the mood, I think. I mean, as a young man. What? As a young man, I liked watching the Taboo series, you know, back in the day with Kay Parker and all those, you know, and that was brother-sister and mother-son and all that stuff. But it was was done more of a film, and you weren't part of it, but this was just like, like you said, it had that creepy, realistic feel to it, you know? Yeah, just the whole incest family thing. I get that. Like, I I have those fans. I watch that porn. Like, everyone on Earth apparently does. Right, right. The internet. But it's the weird factor of, like, you're you're with you're hooking up but you're talking to your parents like you nobody wants to talk to their parents just no it's yeah it's so it was so cringe the whole thing was i was like make it end make it end i just didn't want to watch it like it kept going and they kept like the conversation went on you know he's like going on about how he's gonna drive his new car there and he's like he's like yeah he kept going with the conversation your mom Hang up with your mother. Yeah, you're getting a blowjob. Like what? And they're like they're making sounds like they're coming together. It was just so. And then. And then you see the manservant guy licking the her the uh, mother's pussy while he goes. He starts laughing and giggling, saying, "Oh, something's tickling my ass." And he keeps doing it, and the camera pans back, and that's the scene that shocked me. Is you see this little white poodle, I guess it was. Licking the guy's ass. More cringe. Yeah, and I, that There's literally stunned me. Keeping that guy's ass, just eating it up. And yeah, down. and he not a quick like some kind of special like you know like doggy treats up in there because he was he yeah. was like nose deep you know like full on in that you know ugly old dude's butt. It was like that poor little poodle. Which <laughs> which I feel sad because that guy Jose Miguel Garcia Marfa is a friend of mine on Facebook and I think he's listened to the podcast. So I, I actually know that guy. Yeah. So yeah. Tell me that. Oh my God. I feel like such a cunt now. Well, oh my God. That's well, I was going to tell you, well, I was going to say something, but you kept talking. So, well, I mean, oh my God. Well, it's okay. It's, you- it's truth. You know, <laughs> how is he still alive? I mean, I, I am sure he does. He looks really good too. Like, Come on, how old was he in that movie? And that was like the eighties. Yeah, it was eighty seven that was filmed, so Yeah, I would have thought thirty five years or whatever, you know. So I mean he's kind of like in his nineties. No, well, I mean that that was thirty five years ago and he's probably in his thirties then, so I would think he's probably like thirties? Early seventies now, probably, you know. Oh, okay. I thought he was a lot older. Well, if he was like say thirty five of that, that'd be like seventy now. So I think I think he's in his early seventies, seventy one, seventy two, seventy five, somewhere around there. So Pray he doesn't listen. Like, oh my God. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure he knows what he did. In the film, he'd be more ashamed of getting his ass eaten by a dog than just hearing you say, "Yeah, he's there's that." Guy, you know, yeah, actually, like, okay, no, actually, all my guilt has just just been like poofed away by the reminder that, yeah, like he had a dog licking his ass. Like, just no, yeah, right. okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. My my yeah, my shame is totally a Yeah, you should be He's saying that you thought he was funny looking when he had a dog eating his ass. That's 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 yeah, no, know, I, I that overrules that. Yeah, good, good. that's fine. Yeah, you know, that like that you don't like I mean ew, just no. Yeah. And and honestly that after that scene <laughs> I was just like stunned for like ten minutes, just watching the rest of it going what the fuck? And I just I kept thinking, like, oh, man, I, that almost, yeah, I, that was really, really shocking to me, you know? And I have a hard time being yeah. shocked by stuff as well, so. I mean, I, like, the whole, you know, I, I've seen, like, whatever animal porn as far as, you know, chicks getting fucked by dogs and stuff. And, like, that to me actually isn't that upsetting. I don't know. Like, I've never done that, but, like, I <laughs> just for the record. But, like, the eating the ass part was, like... Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a fetish for humans, but like the dog thing, I feel like they must have done something to trick the dog into doing it. And that's just a weird stunt to yeah. do, like, to like orchestrate. And like, I just, that is just like, cause you know, like dogs like want to fuck. Like I've, I had my dog, I remember when he was a puppy used to try to like hump me, you know, like not just my leg, but like, you know, me. And I'd be like, dude, get off. It was yeah. like insane. Yeah. Like dogs are horny as shit. But they're not trying to lick your ass. Like that's where it was like, what? Yeah, he must have done what did something. they do to that dog? Like they put uh, something on that. Like which is where it was just like that's just a really strange like direction to go. So yeah, yeah. and it's odd that the director or the writer, it's probably Franco, said, "Hey, here's something we should do," and the guy went along with it. That's part I'm like, wow, they actually went along with that, you know. Yeah, like, but I mean, anyway, like, why was that idea brought up? Like, why? Like, I just, I have so many questions, so many Yeah, questions. I mean, all the stuff you could do, like, why top yourself with that? Oh, let, let's just include the dog while we're at it, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, why did it happen? Because that, was that supposed to be funny or horrific or sexy? Yeah, like, that, well, that, yeah, I, yeah. I kept that question went through my mind a million times watching this movie. See, to me, I thought it was supposed to be funny, but if it's trying to be sexy, then that's like even wow, you know? But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. well, you know, new pleasures. Like, ooh, we're trying something titillating and different. Like, you know, being experimental. I mean, I could see that being something that just would maybe contemplate in the eighties. I don't know. Yeah, trying to be, that's you crazy. know, avant garde. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and jump past that. Um, okay. Yeah. So so that afterwards, we the lady gets on the phone and calls uh, another guy, and uh, Lena's having sex with. That guy's friend, which I thought it was her husband, but her, her, the husband was the guy with the towel that was talking to somebody else. And then Lena's having sex with the guy in the bed when the motorcycle guy came in and gave the message for, from the mom. And then he was sitting there stroking it. Lena yells at the guy, what are you doing? Don't, don't waste that cum, asshole. Come over here, you know. And then yeah. Lena starts sucking that guy while... Another woman comes in with a like a big sun hat and sunglasses, and she sucks that guy. And I guess her husband was either the motorcycle helmet guy or the other guy, because he goes, "Oh yeah, your husband's fucking my wife." And then they're fucking, fucking, you know, and sucking and doing. I, I appreciate you keeping track of the narrative because yeah, I, I had to. <laughs> like, I, I don't even care anymore. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Like, yeah, but I well, let's give props though to Lena's sparkly thigh tights. Yeah, those were in other films. I recognized her her stockings. Those 
I don't know which well, films are from, but I totally yeah, recognize that. Yeah, she like the the pink, fluffy, sparkly thing, like hitting her upper thigh, that that like roughly top, and then the whole legs were all super sparkly, glittery. That was that was cute. I liked. I appreciated that during the fucking. And her blonde wig looked good too on her. It didn't look as yes. much of a wig as her other blonde wigs, which I thought, Absolutely. you know, I thought she looked really, like I said before, I thought she looked really good in this film. She looks stunning. Yeah. Her body was on. Point. Yeah. She looks like she was yeah. working out. And Yeah. When she starts like, you know, like it was right around here. She starts like, uh, you know, like sucking one guy and getting fucked by another. And that's when I was like, okay, I was like kind of getting into it. Cause they both had nice dicks and right. she looked like, amazing and in her prime and i was like okay i can finally like so i bust out my vibrator but then like (laughs) away to this like other dude who was like banging this chick on like a dresser yeah and it's kept like showing these long scenes of just his dick going in and out and in and out it was like you almost wanted to fast forward it was like it was like the same like loop like nothing yeah it was that bottom angle which i'm glad he wasn't behind him showing from a rear like a yeah. lot of people do he was more of a side shot but yeah i know what you're saying it just went on way too long it was like yeah, it was you seen the, the legs on the edge thing. of the table you know it was just like the sounds were different but the visual was the same and it just went on and on and on and i was like trying to like you know master and i'm just like sitting there like okay this isn't getting me go back to and finally go back to lena and i'd be like yeah and i'd be like you know feeling it there and then they'd cut back to like the same shot thing just outside the doorway and it would just like kill me i'd be like come on like this is like uh like you know it was like making me go limp or whatever and then um and then it finally cut back to you know lena and like of course this movie is all about like the cum shot so right. I don't know, like I, I, to this day, it just bores me. We've had this discussion prior. I don't understand the whole, like taking it out of the mouth or vagina to come. I think that's like, well, you got to show it. It's yeah, I know it's, yeah, it's all yeah. for the camera, it's the visual, it's yeah. the, but I, I don't know. I have a, a good imagination. Yeah. It's almost it. like, look what I did. And you show how big your little Yeah. Is, it's like you know? proof. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd I, rather see the cum drip out of the pussy or out of the mouth than, you know, than just like get sprayed on like whatever, but that's just right. me. Yeah. I hear I you. But what I liked was, uh, I was quick, but, um, what I liked was, uh, that the guy had the motorcycle helmet while the lady had the sunglasses and the, and the hat and she kept them on too. So I thought that was kind of a nice back and forth of the same. That was angle. weird. Yeah. Like we're in the same <laughs> costume. Oh, the, the, when, when, and then I, there was also the thing of when I was trying to get off, then Lena is like saying random things while sucking a dick. She says, do you like jerking off? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, do you like jerking off? Like, that's supposed to be sexy talk. And then, <laughs> like, and then, like, it cuts away, and then, like, then it comes back, and then she's like, "Oh, I love the American system." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if something was like lost in translation, but I was like, "What is she talking? Like, you're hot. like, that's not. It was just weird. Like, as far as like, this is your sexy time. I just, I don't know. I didn't get it. So, yeah. so what's funny too is like, I think even though we thought this was supposed to take place in Italy or Spain, I think since Falcon Crest took place in LA, this is supposed to yeah. be Los Angeles because it, we'll yeah. get to it later, which I laughed. I took a picture of, they mentioned um, Sacramento where I live later on in the film about the ass fucking contest in Sacramento, but that was later that's on. Right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. So it might've hit to place in LA. So that's why she said, I like the American system, you know? Um, yeah. But it was, that it was just, what did that even yeah. And like to say that when you're having sex, like I just let's talk politics while you're, you know, yeah. while I got two cocks in my holes. It's just weird. 
Just well, it's like in uh, Between the Pricks Walks the Game when Lena and her friend are sucking those two guys and they're talking about everything else under the sun while they're doing it. You know, it's kind of the same thing where it's just, what the fuck, you know? It's like girl yeah. time talk, you know? Um, so now we get to the scene where it, it shows uh, the other daughter. I guess she's in, she's in jail, which I didn't realize that because the woman is a prison governess and she's smoking a cigar and she has a servant named Olga, which I liked because that's like a good Franco name that he's, he's like the Olga, the mistress type woman. The woman in the uh, fetish gear, which was from Lily and the Perverted Virgin, that weird leather getup that lady wore because I totally recognized that outfit. Oh, you remember that stuff, I swear. Well, it was in the book too, but I did recognize that outfit. I was like, oh yeah, oh, okay. Lena wore that before and, so, yeah. and somebody else did too, you know, because that's totally that's bizarre yeah, outfit. Bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally, it totally. is. I- I love the the other chick with the like super thigh high black. Um, yeah, that that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that lady with the weird S and M get up with that fucking almost weird fucking helmet thing she's wearing or headpiece or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, old a lot of the the, the S and M clothing in this is great. The like the trench coat and yeah, yeah. all of that is pretty. It's pretty slick. And then uh, so she's uh, smoking a cigar, and then she's watching. The other woman, her the the lady's daughter, eat the shit out of Olga's ass, which I wrote "Wow" next to it. You know, that's really it, bizarre. That was so horrible. Can we just talk about how awful that was? Like, it was yeah. okay. Everyone, viewer, viewers, try to like. Okay, so for a start, no one. Um, it, this is the '80s, and it's Franco, so it's like full bush on everyone, and right. there's a lot of hairy assholes in this. Yeah. Um, personally i mind that a lot less than like last week Teresa was like i can't but like i'm older and so i'm when right. when i when i was young no one did that no one shaved their right I, I, i'm fine with hairy bushes that's fine with me I'm yeah i don't like yeah. care but it's it's i mean they uh, several of the people in this and i've said this before like in in other franco like things when they were genuinely actually even sexy it's like he finds the people with the most ass hair for his these movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, out. like you're like, how does anybody have that much ass hair? Like it's a lot, you know. It's like a, I mean, it's it's fluffy. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's like going on to like the the bottoms of the cheeks, you know. So anyway, there's um, woman has like you know, I mean, she's in her pussy, but there's also like the hair growing up the ass and stuff, and then attached to this hair are these like chunks of shit. And they look really realistic. Like it looks. I mean, it's probably just chocolate. It's probably melted chocolate or pudding. But I thought maybe melted chocolate is what I would but guess. It looks really like. But it was in sections, so it looks gross. And in yeah. sections that it looks like it looks like she like had diarrhea and like it crusted up on her, and it just it looked really nasty. Like it didn't. I mean, I thought like it was going to be like she takes a poo, and you know it's going to be more like the divine shit, like you know like a chunk or something. When she said because she 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 the the her master mistress you know explains to her that she has to do three things and the first thing she has to do is eat the shit the second thing she has to do is drink the piss and the third thing she has to get fucked yeah. um, but like the the first though the eating the shit part i kind of imagined that as being like a stool or something and she's gonna eat it like with a spoon or i don't know but or eat it out of her ass it said or and it was a weird the way they, the way they put it was like eat 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 the shit out of her ass and i didn't know if that was like colloquial you know like right. like i'm gonna eat the shit out of your ass you know but not actually the shit yeah out of, out of her ass yeah literally but yeah. 
but it was and it when it was like just chunks all over though and she was like licking it like tasting it and teasing like and she wasn't just like like if i mean i feel like a normal person if that was their job and they like felt they had to do that for whatever kink like they would just be trying to like get it over with like you know like chomp it and swallow and you know get it down like get it over with but she was like enjoy like like you know licking and like like you know kind of nibbling on it and like feasting on the shit and it was just like oh i mean i I kept trying to tell myself it's just chocolate it's just chocolate it's fine it's funny but i was like but why is this horror is this comedy is this sexy what is this why is he doing this to me (laughs) yeah yeah it's funny and then uh and then the pissing in the mouth i was just like oh my god it was just like so fluid to pissing it was just like uh, like straight, I, super yeah. close on her, and just spraying all over and like her mouth, choking and, yeah. on it, and she's just like, blah, blah, you know, it's all over her. Like, I mean, I guess that's hot to do. I don't know. I've never understood golden showers. I yeah, guess. that's yeah. And then she gets fucked by these two scarred thugs, which I laughed at the big scars on their face, and they're making weird expressions like monsters, which was pretty funny. And yeah, they, one of them like they had like a fake scar, like his his like eye was like taped down or something. And then yeah, he's kind of like the other guy was like making faces as if <laughs> yeah, like he's a he monster. <laughs> yeah, he was like he was clearly actually a cute guy, but he was like trying to make himself like look deranged and dumb and ugly or something. And I was like, why? Like why, Franco? Why do you have to make the cute guy like not cute? You know what? What is the intention? Is this horror? Is it funny? Like what? Why? Why? Okay. Yeah, and I guess they were supposed to rape her, but it was more like yeah. just kind of like, and it, it really wasn't like violent. It was just like he kind of like put her against the wall, lifted her leg, and started fucking her. It was just like okay, you know, it was whatever. It wasn't yeah. you know compared to the yeah, other shit we just like saw. acting like she was suffering through it a little bit. She was like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. like it was you know like I'm having a rough time, kind of, sort of. But it was like, but she wasn't like at all. But what I liked was during the scene that prison governess masturbated with a C item, her cigar. She was rubbing her cigar against her pussy and kept oh touching it with God. it. So I was like, yeah, there's the C item again. So I was so proud of Teresa for clocking that last week. And oh, then, yeah. like, I missed it this week. Oh, I oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's for a long time reviewer. Like, geez. Yeah, that's totally gone. I'm um, never going to like do the list properly. <laughs> So then we cut to finally everybody gets the phone calls and they get information and they start going to the party, party. which I laugh because after every episode, I always say Buenas Noches, Baja. And then the manservant, when everybody shows up, he's all Buenas Noches, Buenas Noches. And we got the camera's like, all right, Buenas Noches. So he greeted everybody getting out of the limos and the cars. And I was laughing. So they all go to this table and they sit down to have dinner. And the mother says, my absent lawyer went to Europe to make bad movies. That's why he's not here. And I started laughing about that. Like I was wondering <laughs> who that was about, you know. <laughs> and then the wine she served everybody was a wine served was called Golden Semen from '83. Yes, I wrote that down. <laughs> oh, good. I forget. I'm like Golden Semen from '83. What a year! Yeah, four years <laughs> removed from this. Yeah, like how gross is it that you're drinking semen that's four years old? Like, is that even, like, do we have any studies on, like, what that, I just, (laughs) hopefully the alcohol has killed whatever, (laughs) grow in that. Yeah. (laughs) 
we're getting close to about a 30 minute change in uh change over so let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break and we'll get back to the dinner party and all the wildest that ensues all right. So, yeah, so they have the dinner party and she has the golden semen from 83 vintage wine. And um, so they start talking about things and the mother makes the su- one of her son's wife cries because she asked if she swallows her son's semen. And the girl starts like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so appalled and all like freaking out about it. And then uh, so then she says, oh, yeah, well, I want you to. I want you to suck him at the table and like show us this and that. She goes, but hold on a minute. I'll do it instead. So then the mother walks over and starts blowing the sun while the guy's sister comes around the table and joins in the lady in the S&M outfit, you know, uh, from the prison that that sister, which I'll call her uh, uh, S&M sister. She like starts playing with his balls and shit while the mother starts blowing the guy. And then he comes inside of a wine glass, which was pretty funny, I thought. You can't keep it in your pants. Keep it in the family. That's right. Uh, incest yeah, is best when you put your sister to the test. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the weird part was um like in the beginning when uh, she took his dick out and it was like you know noodles still it was limp. Right. Um, it was so strange because that's when the woman who was crying like chose to say. How come it never gets that hard for me? Exactly. That was weird. I was like, she just barely took it out with his little black bikini briefs, which I was laughing yeah, at. Yeah, like he's still soft, like at least wait like, you know, another minute. And then you could have said that. Like there there was a whole long jerking hot. Like she could have said that at any point where it would have made sense. But yeah, it was, it was like, <laughs> I know that's weird. You're, so awkward. Like why? Call. Would, yeah. Why did no one like remove that dub and just put it where it would make like it was just so that was yeah so put like, it in like two minutes later been a lot better you know um, yeah, oh I also wrote down how distracting her earrings were oh yeah she has that cool like M or a Z or something like a big golden earring I thought it was really cool but yeah they were yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were really tacky but very eighties but like yeah just giant 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 like either N or Z's whichever way you were looking at them yeah good call swing across her whole face the whole time she's sucking the dick and it was. Really, really awkward. It's like, why? Would you yeah, I mean, this was made in 87, and that's kind of that time frame, that, that kind of like, you know, fucking, uh, I can't think of that what the artist is, but there's like that woman with the kind of the sculpted hair with the kind of pop art thing that kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, I know exactly what we're talking about. The, the, the like, Duran Duran album or something. Yeah, that, that hyper yeah. blonde. Yeah, is it Duran Duran? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, and, and I also just like, the, it, where where she says like you know she tells the daughter like learn something like you watch you know watch this and learn something or whatever but then like she didn't even like attempt to like you know deep throat it or like suck it yeah. well she she just like say barely, one rhythm all the way through very, like the whole exactly like what you're doing there but like, <laughs> with all of your practice of sucking but yeah. <laughs> you know what i yeah it was, it was funny like just she was doing it all basic and then he had to actually jerk himself off to get him to to get himself to come which i thought was i always find that really embarrassing i don't know like if like if you can't make a dude come from giving head like that's pretty sad i don't know well i think it's more on the guy it's it's what they're conditioned to is is what i would gather you know 
I mean, I guess there's there's always the camera and stuff, but like I don't know, like it's just like if you're bragging and telling like you know the daughter right, I hear you. watch and and learn, and then like the guy has to like jerk himself off to come in a wine glass. <laughs> it's weird, but yeah, but the wine glass coming thing, and then she explains about how. Well, but first uh, she first she pours wine into the cum. Yeah, and apparently I mean, that's drinks a family it. secret that, <laughs> yeah. that that's why Fallow Crest is so rich because all of their wine. Uh, has a special ingredient and it's cum. Yeah, it's an aphrodisiac wine. And- Again, am I supposed to be scared? Am I supposed to think it's funny? Am I supposed to think it's sexy? Like, none of those things, none of the, like, maybe a little funny, but because they keep drinking it and they like keep toasting it. It, it's and they have the guys drinking it too. Yeah, well, well which I'm glad because one thing is when he came in the came in the glass, they poured the wine and they all lean and all the other women drank it. I'm glad one of the guys didn't fucking fucking swig it as well. I was like, wait, well, like, the oh, guys wait. did drink the wine in the beginning when she said it. That yeah, that but it's it, not but... shown that it's come. But yeah, I know it's implied. But the physical act of him jerking in the fucking glass and the people drinking that, I was glad that that wasn't you know. I mean, Call me a homophobe, but yeah. I was just going to say, gay guys drink cons. Not, you know, I nice. know, but yeah. It's just weird that like everyone is drinking this dude's cum. It's just like, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I could see how like you're supposed to think that's sexy, but it just somehow really wasn't. Just because like, I guess I just was thinking about like what wine would taste like with cum in it and like how that wouldn't be good. You know, like, I mean, cum is cum. And like, of course, you know, I'm, I, they ask, they'd make jokes about the wine. Do you spit or swallow? And I mean, to be fair, I'm all about swallowing as I have mentioned, but like in the context of like in your wine, like the texture and consistency of wine being like chunky, like boogers is just no. Plus what wine is mixed with oranges? An orange yeah. wine. I never heard of orange wine before. Yeah. Oh, well, let the, then, <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's jump to the next yeah. little flashback. So oh, then they talk about, yeah, here, here, it gotta be horror, right? Gotta be horror. I don't even know what the fuck was happening in this. So this then the mother part. talks about the history of the wine and there's a guy, right. Professor Spencer, and it was a man with an old man mask on that was dubbed by Franco. And he's like, oh, you know, I, uh, doing the like the old man voice. And then uh, they talk about the secret that it was an orange vineyard, and it was uh, sperm. It was um, it was uh, fertilized with sperm on the yeah. orange vineyard. But then I guess it was an orange field, and then they grew grapes with the oranges, I guess. And then they crossbreeded them or something. Or, I don't know. Yeah. There, there, I mean, there are orange liqueurs that I love, but right. that's not like how you make wine. That's like no. a texture thing. But anyway, like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess he doesn't know how wine is made or I don't know, but yeah. yeah. But the, the thing is like, yeah, she gives grandpa a blowjob and it's just really disconcerting. Cause he's saying things like your grandma, you know, such you remind me of your grandma. Your grandma sucked my dick like that. And yeah, she took her teeth out and it was so yeah. smooth. He says, yeah, it was so soft, soft. When That's what it was. Yeah. That it was so soft. Yeah, that was yeah. That was the last thing I wrote down because I was like, I can't anymore. But like, yeah, that was really upsetting it was like i mean i get that that's like a fantasy that you know when chick don't have any teeth i mean hey you know (laughs) one of the greatest movies of all time a serbian film you know (laughs) that was the whole thing where they took you know they removed all the girls teeth remember that scene and then fucked her mouth i mean that's like a male fantasy apparently but yeah it was a weird thing to bring up like if somebody 
said that like my grandma took her teeth out and sucked the dick that I was sucking while I was sucking it. Just the layers of awkward there are so. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also too, the old guy says that the uh, sex tastes like oranges, which yeah. I didn't understand that. How is eating an orange like sex? That's I didn't catch that. Analogy. No, a lot of that didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole narrative of like this is our backstory was like oh okay, like yeah. Oh, and then like they go walking after the blowjob. Then um, and the guy comes in the champagne, and then she drinks the champagne, of course, with all of old dudes coming in, and it and tastes the same. Like, yeah, and then that's what like all of the the come the the the, the what they're drinking, their new champagne that they're going to release is supposed to be made from his cum. So this is like old de- old grandpa cum that right. they're drinking in this champagne. That's their new flagship thing. They're going to release. It was like, okay. And then they like go wandering into the vineyard and this, with this like old dude with like white hair and he's like kind of hobbling along. He can't even like walk, but it was a young hobbled. dude with a mask on though. You could tell. Yeah. yeah but right, they're right, still right. like, you know, feigning that it's like this old grandpa dude, which is like, who's fetish is like, what is like happening? Right. It was, and that was my favorite scene was when he was masturbating on the oranges because the Franco did this old man cack like <laughs> as he's jerking off on the oranges. I thought it was pretty funny. There were several of the old weird tackle, <laughs> like the high pitch, like, yeah. like when that guy goes and like gets a list for her or something. That that part, like where she oh, says yeah, she yeah. blow him, yeah. and and the the guy like like goes <laughs> like <Yeah>. oh, like <laughs> like what why just so many questions. And then, of course, I mentioned earlier, I live in Sacramento. And then so that's why I thought that this took place in L.A. because he said that he uh, witnessed a ass fucking contest in Sacramento that Professor Spencer witnessed, which yeah. I thought was pretty funny. There's an ass fucking contest in Sacramento. Yeah. And they like <laughs> flash to a little of that and sort of do like with a the kaleidoscope again with the kaleidoscope. Like they try to make it effective, but it's like. Just to make sure that we know they're fucking the ass, like the dick has like brown kind of slime on it. Like, yeah, I I mean, I've always been of like the, you know, the whole thing of like, you know, well, if you don't want shit on your dick, don't put it in my ass. You know, because like, I hate when dudes like shame a girl for like, you know, right. like, oh, shit on my dick. Like it's you're the one who put it in my like, you know, you're not going to like, you know, I unless you know that, ahead like, of time you're going to do it, normal. then you could prepare a little bit. But, you know, right. But it's like, well, no, if it's like on the that. menu, like, hey, tonight yeah. we're going to do this. And then you kind of go, oh, let me just make sure that, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't always plan for Sorry. Right, if it's spontaneous is one thing, but if you know, like, hey, tonight we're gonna have sex, you're gonna eat my ass, I'm gonna eat your ass, then you, you might want to take a little care to wipe yourself a little better, clean yourself, not sure. just be, like jump out of the fucking gym and get your ass it licked. Yeah, but I mean, there's one thing about like having your ass eaten, like the outside of your ass, like you can clean that, but like once you go sticking an eight inch dick in there, like you don't know what you're gonna pull out. Right, pull out a plum. If yeah. you can't really like clean eight inches up in your ass, like there's, you can try to take a shit first, but like you know, you never really know if you need to take a shit until you need to. It's just, you know, right. anyway, I mean, for the most part, you know, things work out well with that, but you know, right. it's been known that, but it was like every dick that, you know, pulled, it was like it was all covered in like that, like yeah. kind of like brown, like slime so that you were certain that it was in a butt, which was like, I, I don't need confirmation. Like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. make you sure know, you know, know. Ass, like contest. I get it. You know, like just let us enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was like every turn he had to make it like as raunchy as he could. And it, in 
every single scene was just like as raunchy as we can and i don't know what the purpose of that was and then at the ass fucking contest too after he pulls out the woman the next person looked like a guy that was bent over and he like goes to fuck the guy and then they say something but there's no subtitles and then and then he like falls back and they like make a laugh sound yeah like that was weird (laughs) starting to look the same yeah i don't know yeah that was bizarre yeah the whole thing so weird but we're finally but, wrapping it up. Yeah, so then we get oh. to the actual part where it goes back to the big orgy, which is the big finale of the film. And it yeah. starts off with the orgy with the mother and the S&M daughter named Julia. They start doing a thing on a couch. And then the daughter-in-law, the real frigid one, comes in. And then those three start having sex. And then her brother-in-law, the guy with the black hair, comes in and starts fucking them. And then Lena has sex with the blonde woman, who I think was the employee or another blonde woman. And then while that's going on, we've, we learned that the mother gave everybody this aphrodisiac wine so she could change the will or some sales thing where she gets 60% and everybody else gets only 5% of the estate. And that's why yeah. that was her big plan and the whole thing to get everybody all horny and Spanish flight out and all that shit to fucking uh, swoggle them and then they go uh you're a devious bitch or they say something like that which i was laughing or you know about her and stuff and then but yeah. what was funny so then you were talking about hairy people so then this guy in black comes in with almost a unibrow and he pulls down his pants and he has like hair all over his legs like thick black matted hair and his pubes and everything i was laughing like that guy is fucking hairy as fuck yeah like, i'm telling you he's it's like justice went around <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> Like Bigfoot seek, seeking Bigfoot, you know, for for porno. Like I, I guess that's what he must have posted up, you know. I, I and, know. and then in the end, all the guys basically f- let the, let the mom suck them, and then they all basically shoot loads on her. And then all the girls come in and start licking it up. And then the housekeeper goes, yeah. "Let me lick some too." And he goes to like lick some to come off. And then it just ends the end or, or finish. Yeah, the mom never gets laid through the whole thing. Like she's like, you know, I mean, she gets her. That's true. Laid. And like she sucks dick, but she never actually gets to have sex. She like watches, she watches like lots of it. She smokes a cigar and watches like whatever. But she never, and like that's what when they all that's like true. when there's like four cocks around her and they're all like you know surrounding her. I'm like, oh okay, like we're finally gonna get this chick, you know like. And, but no, like she just like stares at a bunch of cocks and takes turns licking them, which is like, dude, like. You have three holes. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. She has a lot of sex in it, but she's only blowing people in it and getting her her pussy, and that's about it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I felt bad for her. All right. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's knock out this Franco list because it's a lot of no's, but there's a few yeses that are like, whoa, you know? Okay. Number one, body of water, no. Sailboat, no. Number three, boats, no. Four, palm trees. No palm trees, but lots of trees in the the, – field of the vineyards you know uh, <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna talk about other palm trees yeah no no exactly <laughs> a lot of palms and trees but no yeah um uh, number five jungle sound effects no but there's a lot of oral sound effects uh number six chained up person i thought yes but there's no i thought the lady in the prison but she's not chained up physically uh seven dance scenes on stage stripping no eight club scenes people dancing in a bar no Number nine, jazz music, yes. Uh, number 10, excessive zooms. Yeah, there's quite a few zooms. Although number 11, out of focus shots, everything looked pretty good in focus. There wasn't any like crazy fucking blurry shit, which I was happy. Yeah, there also uh, wasn't like, I mean, there was zoom-ins on the cage. Yeah. 
scores, but not like out of focus stuff. He wasn't changing how, how focus. How much you'd expect from a Franco film? Totally. He was. He was. He was on at this time. Although uh, I guess the zoom on the now my brain, I can't get that visual out of my head of the poo of the licking. The poo. <laughs> yeah, you're in close. Like I'm like really traumatized. I'm gonna have like nightmares about that. Yeah. It's so not okay. Number 12, mirror shots. Yeah, there's only one, but it's really minimal. It's when, uh, during the orgy, when the she walks around with her daughter, the S&M daughter, there's a mirror there, but it's really not anything major focused or it's not part of the story. Uh, number 12, number 13, mind control theme. I said yes because the aphrodisiac gave him that mind control of the of the wine. Yeah. So that yeah, was... signing over yeah. the fortunes of the, the cum dynasty. Exactly. Fourteen magic tongue scenes, yes, of course. Uh, Fifteen uh, red light, no. Sixteen a. Oh, actually, sk- can we just say though that Lena did a better job sucking dick this time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so Lena I thought was, was good, and she I looked at Pearl really good and everything too. But yeah, so. yeah, she still wasn't as good as that first chick who who understood technique, but she was like. I was thinking about like how last time Teresa was saying she'd give Lena another chance, and I wanted to like come in and defend Lena's magic tongue. That yeah, I know, I know. I felt really bad. Like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You really know what she's doing with it, but the thing is, is like she sticks it out as far as she can, and she like you know she has the she has a long reach on that tongue. Like it can you know it's like a freaking lizard, right? Like it goes out and can wave around. You know, it's like a little chameleon tongue. So I mean that that's why it's magic. It's like it, it's always seeking and it's it's fearless and it 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 has it it may not be that talented as far as like what it's gonna what it wants to accomplish, but it gets an A plus for effort. And yeah, and it seduces many people and it. Yeah. But also yeah. too, speaking yeah. of the magic tongue, I'm glad you stopped me there because uh, <laughs> recently in the news, I thought of the magic tongue with the Dalai Lama. Don't <laughs> I can't. Ugh. Which is awful. Everything is terrible. Because one of the things that I first saw Lena do was suck a tongue, and I never seen somebody really do that or that I thought of. Oh, and then they talk about the Dalai Lama wanted the kid to suck his tongue. And I thought, hey, Lena, all right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I really want to know like how the context of that was. Like, I just oh, yeah. I so. stop. Just I mean, can we just enough with the cults? Like exactly. I all right. Oh, back to the cult of the Franco Observer list. Yes. Uh, Seventeen. Cult of Franco. <laughs> Seventeen. Mad scientist and servant. The only Jesus I will ever pray to. That's it. So I think mad scientist and servant might go with the prison governess and Olga. Could be the mad scientist and her servant because the she had that kind of that monster looking outfit and the, the. I mean, it's reaching, but yeah, if you can. Yeah, if anybody, that was one. I was like, okay, I can maybe give that nod like to. That, then you yeah. know, you have you have mind control. And she had servants, the two thuggy guys, and then the lady in leather. That was her henchman. And so I was like, okay, you know, I could, I could see that. Uh, 18 fish tank shots, no. 19 talking parrots, no. 20 end credits, it said Finn at the end. Uh, it didn't just end. 21 handwritten notes or signs, no. 22 spiral staircase shot, no. 23 inept cops, no. 24 belly chains, no. Number 25 kinks, all right. So <laughs> this is all you were building up to. Yeah, exactly. All this all comes to this. I'll just take a nap over here. <laughs> well, actually, they did the last one too. So, so we have incest, we have scatological, or I mean, uh, scatological. Yeah, our, that always makes me think of music. Yeah, no scatting. Yeah, um, scatologically, uh, water sports. We have S and M. We have 
bestiality, even though people say it's bestiality, but it's actually spelled bestiality because there's no that's, a. That's that. I don't like that. That sounds like it's like you're into the like you're saying it's the best. I know, but it's if you <laughs> pronounce it right, it's bestiality. That's disturbing. It's I'm like not. me saying pleasure <laughs> and you saying pleasure. You know, it's just the pronunciation of it. Pleasure. Yeah, I say pleasure, so it's just pleasure. Um, and then we have master servant because the woman and her servant. And then, uh, of course, threesomes, voyeurism, uh, I don't know, motorcycle helmet, food. No, I don't know. <laughs> masturbating with a sea item. Yeah, yeah, masturbating with a sea item. Of course, we haven't got to that. Yeah, yeah, that one's there. Um, tobacco, pussy. No, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that, I think that was most of it. Um, and, but the incest stuff is pretty huge. Um, the incest stuff was yeah. next level, in my opinion. Number 26, great headboard. Lena's bedroom has a great headboard. It's like this blue, really puffy headboard that I noticed that was in, in Lena's bed. So that was the only one I, I checked out. Uh, number 27, fear or desire? I'd say desire, of course. There's no fear. I'm going to say fear. Well, fear of us watching it, yeah, but the desire of the people, it's all about their desire. you know. My feeling, after, I mean, because I never came. I I watched a whole entire Just Franco porno with a vibrator next to me. And like, after... <laughs> Like, I mean, I tried the very beginning part with Lena. That was the only chance. And then it went to like eating shit and then like mom sucking her son's dick in front of the whole family in the non-sexiest way possible. And then sucking grandpa's dick and grandpa and like just so much. No, that was like a, a nightmare of like all the things I don't want to ever do in like having sex, <laughs> they're uh, all the things. Yeah, like I don't want to do any of those things. Like just so many things I don't want to do. I hear you. <laughs> uh, number twenty-eight, acoustic guitar player. No. Number twenty-nine, reading a book scene. I I, I didn't really catch that. And finally, number twenty, number thirty, pee scene. Yes, there was a pee scene in this. <laughs> yes, this is what this is why you started logging the pee. <laughs> All leading up to this. Exactly. Franco said, okay, here's here's your fucking piss scene. Sprayed all over her face like a... Yeah, that's the biggest pee scene oh, I've seen. Yeah. That, was, that was a lot. It yeah. was really intense. But yeah, you know, I was thinking this could be called Cocktail Special 2, which I mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, the when you said special, that, it so. made me like kind of cringe more because then I had to remember Cocktail Special. And I'm glad we did that together. This is like... Yeah. <laughs> Except this didn't have... Well, it had piss, but it didn't have piss in the glass like the Cocktail Special did, you know, because that was... You get some kind of award for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to back, you know. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. We, back to we, back we, and crack to crack. Yeah, we made it through both of Jess's cocktail special movies, and and I'm I'm literally like squeezing my stuffed penis that my friend gave me like <laughs> for comfort right now. I'm yeah, like... you're like traumatized. It was like Teresa when she was sitting here; she was like hugging her knees against her chest and kind of rocking back and yeah. forth, talking about it. You know, literally like before this, like I was I watched this like on my big screen TV in my living room. I've been nice. all morning, and I. I moved to the bed to do this podcast because I needed to feel like safe and comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's nice when a film has an effect on a person, either bad or good. So, I mean, that's at least it wasn't indifferent and it wasn't like just like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, it's just like, Whoa, you know? 
Yeah, no, it's not something I'll forget. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's and that's the power of cinema. And as a filmmaker, that's what you want to do is to really get inside your purse. And and I always said like as a person, like a filmmaker and a joke, I I like to always affect people without touching them. And like that's what he kind of does with this film. If you can like make somebody cringe or or make them shake or whatever without laying a finger on them, then it's kind of a cool power. And he definitely did that with um, this. I mean, it just it makes me wonder like was he trying to like press the buttons and find people who'd be like oh actually that's pretty kinky having a dog lick my ass like maybe i should like get some treats and yeah i I, like i don't want to think about like who was this for why was this made like when when i go down that mental road i i get nervous and and scared well maybe that's a road you should like back up and turn around and not drive down that road you know (laughs) don't drive down that old dirt road you know (laughs) I've always been such a pervert, like as far as enjoying sex and not being like, you know, I, I'm, I'm like all, you know, anti slut shaming and right. sex positive or whatever. But then it's like when I see stuff like this, I'm like, maybe I'm just really vanilla. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, you like what you like, but this is just like, wow. I mean, if somebody really gets off on this, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, like I mean, who wants to like go to a, a like a Thanksgiving dinner with your family and have your mom stand up and demand that like she suck your dick in front of your girlfriend and your whole family? Like, that's just I've never seen a porno like that. Like I've seen pornos where it's like, oh, you know, dad's gonna sneak in your bedroom or something, or mom's right sneak in your bedroom, but it's never like let's make this a spectator sport and like make your girlfriend cry. I mean, the, I guess there's like the cuckolding stuff, but like this was just so. On and then, like we all have to drink the cum ceremoniously afterward. It was just well. It's interesting though. It's almost like he's just saying that. Thinking of like the people in the film, they're supposed to be really rich and like powerful people, and they're upper echelons of society. And it's almost like that movie Society, where it's like there's this group of people <laughs> all, like, fucking each other and all this shit going down and stuff. And it's like interesting. Like maybe that's his view of these really powerful people. Yeah. They're supposed to be this, and they're really that. You know? Yeah. Then it's a horror film, which yeah. that's how I feel. That's why I'm like fear. Cause yeah, I feel like it was more of a horror film for me. At least that was like, and and when I asked the why questions, like why, why were all these choices made? Like that's, that's what I keep coming back to. I don't really think that though. Cause there was like a couple parts in the beginning where it was genuinely supposed to be sexy, but yeah, no, there was parts I said up until the dog fucking, like I was like, okay, this is pretty good. You know? And then that I was like, okay, I think I could go with it more before that, but yeah, that's where we, yeah, I was like, okay, the mother calling and whatever, that's whatever it is. You know, he goes like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then that just like, okay, after that, I was like, I'm done. You know, that was just freaky to me. The dog fucking the phone me. call, dude. The phone call that was yeah, so. Awkward. But it was more like a, you know, I mean, they weren't really fucking mother and dog. I mean, it was all acting. So I was like, okay, I can get away with that, you know. But yeah, but it's just like until the dog came in the situation, it was like, okay, that's fucking sick shit, dude. So yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Felt bad for that little dog, you know, and that little dog was just like, so they, which I'm thankful the dog didn't get in at the fucking orgy at the end. That's what I was like. Oh, don't bring the dog back into it again. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get probably with just a little ass looking at skirts, like the, what do you call it? Bestiality, like uh, laws or whatever. But like, you know, once you like, if it was to do more than that, I'm sure. Although I would have liked if the dog would have pissed in the girl's Evil mouth, for us or, to even own, or like you know? shit on the girl or something, then that would have been kind of funny, you know, because the dog would have watered. Yeah, that would have been more like, okay, ha ha, like dog lift his leg and piss in the girl or something. That would have been kind of humorous, you know. Yeah. So I would have been more on board with that chick eating dog shit like Divine than eating that shit like she did out of that yeah. ass. That's so gross. 
It was like all cotton, and the other dude kept getting like hair caught in his teeth and exploding. Oh yeah, sorry, oh, madam. Yeah, hair, another hair of the madam. You know, like another hair, and she's she's like again. You know, like get back to it. You know, but uh, yeah, like with the hair, with the 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 shit that was just. I mean, that's a dingleberry. Like yeah. she's basically like sucking on dingleberries. Yeah, which is. Well, it's like a dingleberry wine, you know. It's like a special kind of berry for the wine, you know. God, yeah, like, orange flavored wine. Yeah, I mean that guy should have had to like eat a dingleberry off the dog's butt after making the dog do that. That would have been, you know. I hope you're hearing me, dude. As <laughs> dogs lick your butt, Mr. Marfa. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Shame on you for for having that happen to you. Gross. I know he, no no paychecks worth that. You just skip that credit, you know, in your film, you know. <laughs> so much help. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to wrap this episode with, or are you pretty much uh, shell shocked? Um. Yeah, I, I think I've definitely. Thank you for the therapy. I feel like that's what this was. <laughs> I know. I think I think we were both unprepared for how shocked because I I didn't know it was going to be like that. I was just like, but I will say, like you would say, mentioned, I was laughing. I was going to say a joke. That this was a horror film, not with a W, but literally with an H. So yeah. Uh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Oh my god, this is definitely a horror film. Yeah, yeah. So wow, pretty scary. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, listeners, like when um, I like you know, Jason always sends me the Zoom link through Instagram, and um, you know, like maybe ten minutes before he he messaged me i just finished the movie dot 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 wow yeah exactly it's like okay <laughs> only like right back yeah oofta just, yeah, yeah. which that was funny because that's what my grandma used to say oofta you know oofta so that was funny so, so yeah we, we 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 both at least we both it was at least this wasn't where i was like oh i loved it and you're like yeah no <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, like, okay, good. You're you're on the same. We're page. both we're both on on the same page here. So yeah. at least there's that too, because that would have been weird if you were like, well, like, you know, maybe it'd be, it'd be fun to have a dog like my ass. Yeah, it's something you'll never hear me say. But no, but and, and I'm yeah. and I'm laughing that like this basically gave you like salt peter. Like this basically made your pussy like a, a shrivel up and like stop and dry up like a Republican. Yeah, yeah. It was like just yeah, <laughs> wet blanket I, literally. So, yeah, no, I, I totally couldn't, like, I, I just gave up. Like, I mean, as soon as, you know, I saw, like, all the, the trauma, it was just, I, I just kept going on, and I was, like, cringing, and just, like, I mean, I had to break a few times. Like, I started this wow. at, like, at, like, 11-something. I had a, a job interview this morning at, like, 10, and so I was up and ready for that, and then I started watching it, but I kept having to, like, kind of break for emotional reasons, and... Well, look, you didn't watch us before your job interview. That might have been really interesting. Yeah. Norton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, too, because it's like a, a sweet, like, um, a, a job, like, you know, with kids and music. and. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wear your motorcycle helmet to the fucking job interview. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think I hope I never find this podcast. Exactly. So, all right. Well, I think that's a good wrapping point. So, um, thank you once again, Miss Colley, for joining us on this uh, interesting episode of Fallow Crest, which is, of course, a fallacy of phallus, which was pretty funny too. We never mentioned that part of it, but yeah, yeah, the yeah, the wording is very clever. So, yeah, and, was, and 
I like the art too. Uh, it's got like this beautiful girl in front of a mansion in a car, or in a car, and that's almost like nothing of this film. Because when I first looked at this, I thought, oh, it's like an '80s porn, and then I was like, what the fuck, you know? So yeah, definitely way different than the ad art, I believe. Right. I don't even think that chick's even in it. Actually, I look at her face now. I don't think she's even in it. So yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. You go, Jess. Just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no fucks at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it's great that he changed his name to uh, fucking uh, what I have it down as um, Lenny Hayden. So yeah, yeah. No idea what that's. <laughs> I don't know who that's supposed to be or what, but Lena. But maybe maybe that's part of the nod of um of Lena actually supposedly being a director. Lenny. Lena. 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 That could be and Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. Hayden. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know so. what Hayden is, but yeah, it's Hayden making this movie. You know? <laughs> Lena <laughs> we cracked the code. That's there you go. Yeah. The Da Vinci code of Francoism. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, buenas noches, Maha. Buenas noches. Mm-hmm.